0: Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast. And the e-ticket patrons Tania, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. C-Ticket patrons Serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Woolen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons, the Disney Rewind podcast, Jeff and Paige Orton, and Joshua and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angel de and the All Aboard podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. front of our first postcard has the E.P. Ripley pulling into Main Street Station. Below is the floral Mickey Mouse which greets guests as they arrive into the park. On the back it reads, The Disneyland entrance, set in flowers, is as beautiful as Disneyland itself is wonderful. The Santa Fe and Disneyland Railroad Station sits atop the berm in all the glory of a transportation center of the 1900s. It's postmarked March 21st, 1956 with Artesia cancel, and a two cent red Jefferson postage stamp, Scott number 1033. I assume they visit the park on Tuesday, March 20th, 1956, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. The weather was a high of 73 and a low of 48. Park attendance that day was 4,352. It is addressed to a Miss Mary Gilbertson of Rio, Wisconsin. It reads March 21st, Dear Mary, we went to Disneyland yesterday. This morning we're off for another place. Hope you're fine. Love, Mama, Daddy, and Robert and Ricky. The family who sent this postcard could have enjoyed the Disneyland Hotel's newest dining edition. Known simply as the Gourmet Restaurant, the Disneyland Hotel opened the restaurant on February 15, 1956. The Disneyland Hotel had only been open since early October of 1955, and at the time included a few small shops and a small restaurant. The new Gourmet Restaurant was located on the second floor of the hotel. I couldn't find much on the gourmet brand or company. What I did learn is that Jack Rather, who built, owned, and operated the Disneyland Hotel, purchased the company, Gourmet Restaurants, Inc. on August 1, 1968. Around that time, all the restaurants in the hotel were renamed and rethemed. Looking through my vacation magazines and Disneyland Holiday magazine, I did find some advertisements and a small article for the various gourmet restaurants at the Disneyland Hotel. In the Disneyland Holiday magazine, dated summer 1958, there's a black-and-white photo of the gourmet restaurant at the Disneyland Hotel, with guests sitting in booths. In the article, there's a description reading, For dining in the modern vein, you'll want to try the gourmet restaurant, coffee shop, or cocktail lounge at the Disneyland Hotel. In the spring 1959 Land magazine, the inside back cover is an advertisement for the Disneyland Hotel, gourmet restaurant, and coffee shop, with information how to make direct reservations from the Carefree Corner and the Hills Brothers Coffee House in the park and telephone numbers to contact the hotel directly, one listed as Keystone 58171 or Madison 51369. The description of the restaurant reads, Food for the Gourmet. In restaurant or coffee shop, you'll enjoy famous food by gourmet, special children's menu, breakfast and luncheon from $1.25, and dinner from $2.35. Adjoining restaurant and hotel are smart shops that serve your every need. Also, handy tram that takes you across the street to fabulous Disneyland Park. Finally, in the Vacation Land Summer 1963 edition, there's a small advertisement including a caricature of a little traveler and a poem which reads, A traveling gourmet from the east was searching for somewhere to feast. He was not satisfied until he finally spied the gourmet restaurant, the greatest to say the least. Looking through old hotel maps, my best guess is that the gourmet restaurant would have been near or in the Adventureland Tower of today's Disneyland hotel. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope, or adding a theme stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to enfieldpost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the Disneyland Hotel. You can see the glass elevator that would take you to the top of the park lounge. On the back it reads, Disneyland Hotel the official hotel at the Magic Kingdom, the tower building, luxury and lush tropical gardens, magnificent new high-rise tower, top of the park lounge, fun at olympic size pool, children's playground, nine-hole par-three golf course, convenience of room service, monorail or tram to and from Disneyland, restaurants and shops, and Disneyland Hotel Liquors and Sundries. Photographed by Disneyland Hotel Camera Shop. It's postmarked September fifteenth, 1968, with an Anaheim cancel, and although the stamp has been mostly removed, there is a corner that makes it look like the five-cent blue George Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1283. I assume they visited the park on Saturday, September fourteenth, 1968, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 73 and a low of 63. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. T. F. Fisher of Johnson, Rhode Island, It reads, Saturday, September 14th. Dear Dot and Tom, got your letter and glad to hear you got home okay. Weather is just about right. Going over to the park again this afternoon. Leave Monday a.m. for Vegas. Love, Bill and Jenny. One of my larger pieces of paper ephemera in my collection is an August 25th, 1956 copy of the gourmet restaurant menu from the Disneyland Hotel. The front cover design includes a flagpole with 13 pennants waving both to the right and left of the center pole. A few of the pennants have some writing on them, all in the classic gothic font. The top white pennant reads Disneyland in orange. Below is an orange pennant with the word hotel in black. And two below the hotel pennant is an orange flag with restaurants written in white. Finally, the bottom two pennants are pink and black with the words by and gourmet in white respectively. At the bottom it references other gourmet restaurants, Gourmet Beverly in Beverly Hills, and Gourmet Hollywood in Hollywood. Listed on the back is the full menu, which starts with appetizers including French onion au gratin, a half grapefruit, gourmet fruit cup, celery victor, tomato juice, and jellied madrelin. The specials listed include gourmet chicken, pan-fried chicken with country gravy, roast young tom turkey with celery dressing, cranberry sauce, roast leg of veal, roast prime rib of beef with ajou, baked potato, and creamed horseradish, broiled New Zealand lobster tail grenadine of beef fillets with bernaise sauce, lamb chop mixed grill with baked tomato, and shish kebabs with rice pilaf. The next section is titled From the Broiler, which includes small club steak, top sirloin, chopped sirloin steak mushroom sauce, two broiled loin lamb chops, filet mignon, New York cut steak, and plank chateaubriand. The next section is called a la carte, supper specialties, including spaghetti Neapolitan, gourmet hamburger sandwich on toasted French bread, top sirloin steak sandwich, club sandwich, Disneyland chef salad, sliced turkey ham and cheese, sliced breast of turkey sandwich, and sliced ham and cheese sandwich. The list of desserts include vanilla or chocolate ice cream, butterscotch sundae, pineapple or orange ice, orange sherbet mintelade, pie de jour, mint ice cream with hot fudge sauce, jello with whipped cream, cheesecake, cup custard, deep dish apple pie a la mode, chocolate square a la mode, hot fudge sauce, and American or Swiss cheese. Finally, the last thing mentioned are the beverages, coffee, milk, iced tea per glass, and iced coffee per glass. The very bottom includes information about sales tax, the printing manufacturing done by Lord Printing, and the date. Most of the entrees listed Range from around $1.20 to about $4.00. The desserts would cost anywhere between $0.30 to $0.40. Coffee and milk would cost you $0.15, and iced tea and iced coffee would cost you about $0.20 per glass. Looking at an inflation calculator, the filet mignon, priced at $4.25 in 1956, would be the equivalent of a $48 steak today, and the $1.20 turkey sandwich would be around $14 today. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. front of my incoming postcard has an image of Lake Tahoe. You can even see some rocks half in the water and half out. It's postmarked July 27th, 2023 with a Boise, Idaho cancel and two postage stamps, a 29-cent love postage stamp with the earth in the shape of a heart and the 2020 innovation genome sequencing forever postage stamp. Scott numbers 2535 and 5516 respectively. It reads, July 19th, 2023. Hello friend, As always, thanks for brightening our mailbox. We started our summer with a road trip. We spent one day driving around Lake Tahoe. It's so very pretty. Have you been? We stopped at a shop for pizza and ice cream and drew in the sand at Sand Harbor. We got some paddle boats and jumped in, even though it was cold. Love, Holly and Amber, Sisters That Snail Mail. Thank you so much for the postcard, Holly and Amber. I spent a weekend in Lake Tahoe in early September last year, I wish I knew you were going, I would have suggested the old post office cafe. I drove past it when I first arrived up there and made sure to have breakfast there before heading home. That place always reminds me to search Google Maps for simple words like postal, mailbox, and post office to see if there are any special locations to check out, either a mail-themed cafe or even a piece of postal history. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over a hundred episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment at whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at Patreon.com/sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland, or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from P.O. Box 44, Hood, California. 95639 This podcast is not affiliated with Disney The United States Postal Service Or any post office or Disney properties Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host And guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast